Okay, guys, I absolutely love the second part of this two-part interview with Steven Summers. There are literally so many value bombs dropped in here, like on so many different topics. Um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, go check it out so you get some background on it. But this one is totally jam-packed with value that you can literally go out and use. It's just uh, really, the second part of the interview is amazing. So here it is. Check it out. Let me know what you guys think. And here comes the intro. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly, and welcome to What the Funnel. So tell me, we have five Two Comic Club Awards. Where did those come from? What yeah. were, you know, were we shooting webinars? Because this is What the Funnel. We're talking about funnels for the most part. Um, obviously, you got the awards through funnels, I'm assuming. So, you know, which ones were they? Were you running webinars? Are they high ticket stuff? Or what, what do you have going on? Yeah, mixture actually. Um, so we the first two we got were one was for the main thousand dollar core system that we have. Uh, we had another one for a, an alternative, uh, an alternative to that. It was a, it was a similar program but a different program. So it was a separate funnel. Two of those funnels were both webinar style funnels. Uh, they were we would have generated most of our audience through a combination of affiliates as well as through Facebook. Probably like sixty percent affiliates, actually forty percent Facebook. I'm going to say. Wow, even nice. To this day, by the way, we generate a ton of our business through endorsement partners and affiliates. Even now, uh, so so that's huge for us. Uh, so that was they were the first two. Then from there, we've got an, a, one of our funnels is called the Origin Funnel. That's our coaching program, five thousand dollar coaching program. We just got that actually lately, and um, so we launched that last year. So in basically a year, we we got that. We have another one called Invasion. It's another $5,000 backend program, which basically teaches our members how to partner with US companies, actually, and how to become their US distributor, sorry, their European distributor on Amazon in Europe. So basically, I find your company, you're not selling in Europe, you're, ne you're never going to sell in Europe. I make an agreement with you that I can buy from you wholesale. I can bring it to Europe, I can expand it there, and we can grow the business together. So that's done really well. That's got that 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 was well within a year. We got the two comic club award there, and just lately, then our, our new freight company in its first year, it hit over the million dollars in its first seven months. Uh, sorry, first year. So the origin funnel, the high ticket funnel, then just to break that down for you, would mm -hmm. be a very simple DSL funnel to uh, to application form to phone call to close. The invasion uh, funnel, the five thousand dollar one, exact same funnel, it but it was more of a webinar than it was. Uh, at VSL, I can talk a little bit about those, what we did there. And there's different types of webinars we do, which I can talk about. And then on the, the freight side, that's a weird one actually, because it, it didn't really have a funnel. It was more like we just did streams 
uh, and, and things like that into our Facebook group. And then people would have joined the, it has a yearly membership for $500 basically. And then they prepay their shipping. So between those two things, those two offers within there, and that very quickly jumped over the, uh, the seven-figure level. So uh, webinars then, I can talk a little bit about those. I think that it's an interesting one. So most of our webinars are actually like perfect webinar style, mm -hmm. uh, to be honest. And, you know, I studied the perfect webinar in massive detail for a, couple, a good few years now. So, 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 so tell me this. Let me cut you off quick. Um, well, first of all, congrats. That's amazing. You know, I don't know many people who have done that in that capacity. So congrats on that. But so who did you, I mean, you were studying the marketing. That was your, uh, your background a little bit, the business. Yeah. But you were in Amazon, right? So were you also the funnel guy on the side and, you know, figuring out all this stuff too? Or yeah. did you have somebody kind of coach you through that process along the way? Yeah, great question. So, uh, so it was a couple of things. So, like when I was building the Amazon business with Robert, you know, I was still like I was reading a lot of the stuff that you guys are all reading today, right? And I still learn from. By the way, I, I do not stop learning. I'm buying courses all the time and learning, right? Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I I think for me though, yeah, definitely, I would give a, a lot of credit to Russell Brunson actually because. Um, you know, I was, I was looking at different people like David Simon Garland about courses and all a number of years ago and learning stuff from all these guys. And then really Russell, I would say, brought it all together for me, uh, maybe, you know, three and a half years ago, maybe four years ago now. And I, I first read his, his, some of his earlier courses and dot-com secrets. And that's what really, a lot of those messages really hit me. And then Perfect Webinar hit me, coupled with his podcast episode, by the way, which was the weekly webinar podcast, right? So okay. you get on, do your weekly weekly webinar every single week and all of that. So then I didn't have a mentor in this area, really. I just basically learned a lot of my marketing from uh, Russell. I would say another person I learned a lot from was Todd Brown. Another person I learned a lot from would have been obviously Jay Abraham. I learned a lot of strategic stuff from him. And then uh, on, on from that then, email marketing by Andre Chaperon. But, uh, and he's a good friend of mine now. Learned a lot from him. And uh, my brain is blanking out, but there's maybe another two people that I would have learned some stuff from as well. And they were all kind of like the people I, I studied. And so I, I didn't get funnels. Like I didn't have a perfect funnel straight away, by the way. You know, my first webinars that I ever did were, were perfect webinars in commas, but they were really bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand the perfect webinar. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really believe that it's as simple as focusing on breaking belief patterns. I said... Yeah, I hear you, Russell, but actually I'm going to go and do what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach the three things and I'm going to teach the steps. And of course, it didn't work for me. And then when I really listened to that training over and over and over and over again, and I watched his High Ticket Secrets webinar, that's when it really clicked for me. Like, that's what a webinar is. It's actually about looking at, as we all know now, the vehicle at Secret One, having an origin story where I have the epiphany as to the vehicle. Then the first one, yeah, secret one is always about the vehicle, edifying the vehicle. Two, secret two, as we all know, the personal belief somebody has. And then three is the external. So just to tell you in simple terms, with our main webinar, my, my, my vehicle then is obviously building a non-technical business. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to build a non-technical business, e-commerce business, is by selling on Amazon. That's my, yeah, Amazon FBA. That's like my main message, right? That's my big domino. So if I can help people, Right. If I can help people yeah. believe that this is the way to go, a non-technical business, that's where I'm at. And Amazon is the way for me to go. Then they have to join. So then we go, well, the first thing we got to do is we have to show them that the vehicle is the right way to go. So we came up with something really cool. I'll share with everybody. You'll see it on our webinars. 
Uh, it's something we still talk about today. It's a completely legitimate thing okay. called the rule of five. I'll break, do you want me to break it down for you? So it, sure, yeah. Happy enough? It Why literally not? changed our business, so I'm happy to do it. So it's something yeah, yeah, let's hear it. So what we did was we said, look, you have five products, you sell them in five countries, you made an average of $5, uh, sorry, an average of five sales per day per product per country, average of $5 net profit, right? Over 30 days on Amazon business, private label, you'd be making $18,750 net profit per month. So that blew people's minds because we had the global, remember we had the global angle, that was a big blue ocean for us. So we had to show people how that, how that would practically translate and really edify that vehicle of, well, I want to do this on a global scale. So that was how we did that. And then basically from there, the internal belief was, well, that's, grand, that's fine, Steve, and I believe that the vehicle is cool, but I don't know how to uh, find products. I've no, I, I, that's hard to do. I've no, I've no ideas for a business. I've never had a business. So then obviously we have to show them that it's simple to find products. We show them how we do that. And then finally, we, that was the external is always the hardest one. But basically what we always talk about there is, you know, keeping your money in the bank and things like that. It's not going to grow. We help people understand how passive income works and stuff like that. Okay. So, so that was really, that was the breakthrough webinar. And it's still, I mean, to this day now, I mean, it's four years later and we're still presenting a, a, a new version of that webinar now, four years later, you know, and uh, some of the things have changed, but ultimately it's a very similar webinar that we have in there. So do you, do you still run that weekly or do you have it on autopilot? Yeah, good question. We don't run a weekly anymore. Our business has changed, changed massively. And the reason it's changed, uh, Brendan, is because we are in stage two now of, of company growth. If you read, say, Ready, Fire, Aim by mm -hmm. Michael Masterson, right? You have the, yep. we're in the, that second stage, right? So we're more about now, we've got a lot of new front-end acquisition offers that we put out to our, to, our, to our email list and stuff like that. So we're constantly creating front-end lower uh, ticket buyers. And how we look at that, by the way, I think is really cool is we don't look at it as like a tripwire or anything. That's not what we would, we would say. We look at it as we're opening up a relationship with somebody and, it's, and it can be low end. And that's great because people get to, to, to buy in, see what we're about and learn. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of that, by the way, in, uh, if I was in stage one growth. Because what we did do when we started was we did weekly webinars, absolutely. We got, we got promotional partners through Dream 100 as style thing, marketing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We got those partners on board. That's what helped us get to the first million dollars very quickly. Really then, you know, where we're at now then is we're saying, okay, well, we have to acquire more front-end people, which we do. Then we have to obviously bring more people into the, the main core program, which we do kind of like in a more, in a more live promotional style. So we have this thing we've come up with that we use, and I don't know about any other people that do it, and I, I tend to help a lot of companies do this. We actually have this 90-day rolling thing that we have. So we, it's not that we're always selling something, definitely not. We're providing value, but we're always, we're always promoting something at some point mm -hmm. in a 90-day period of time. So we're more of a campaign-driven business now than just having one, say, customer-generating funnel. Right, so that's right. Bit more complex these days but it's interesting like some people would tell you you know launches are dead right and stuff like that but we're 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 proof that that's not true you know because we're basically always launching uh, different programs and offers that can serve our customers in different ways and so yeah that's that's where the big shift was moving away from the weekly webinar and moving towards a campaign driven organization but anybody listening today like i mean 
your your main webinar, I would say, is something to really focus on, get that funnel down. But actually, if I was to go back and have my time over, what I would have done, looking back now, is I would have created some of those more lower ticket acquisition funnels earlier, simply because, uh, you know, if, if you only sell one thing for $1,000 or $2,000 or whatever, you then what about all the other people? Uh, if your conversion rate's 3%, let's just say, of your, of your registration list, right. there's not seven percent of people aren't buying anything from you so it's like that's kind of crazy that doesn't make a lot of sense either so if you could start creating some relationships with those other people at a lower end a less threatening end now you're in a position where those people can see oh brendan is legit steven's legit i'm gonna now go and do, take the the next level and so i would that's what i would have done if i had my time over yeah, and it's like you, you give some time to develop that know, like, and trust factor along the way too. And then and then those people are already warm and, you know, you can push them from your front end thing right up into the webinar and they already like you. They already, you know, love what you gave them at a low price. So then they're thinking, wow, at, you know, a thousand bucks, you must have something really awesome. Yeah, and, and even now, man, honestly, I, I see it all the time. You know, someone might buy a, a $10 front end offer from us. And then whenever we run, uh, say, our coaching program as a promotion, we, we close a lot. A lot of people come in at $5,000. They don't even go yeah. to another. Happens all the time. I mean, I can show you. Uh, yeah. And so it's cool, you know, because it just proves the point that it's a Dan Kennedyism, right? A buyer is a buyer is a buyer. Mm -hmm. And I used to really run away from that. Oh, it's not true. And I think the thing I would share today with anybody listening is if you hear a, a, like an old school marketing idea, and, and it was repeated for years and years and years. Just take it that it's true. That's probably my best yeah. advice. Don't try and think you're smarter because you're not smarter. These are old truths because they're just truths. They, they, it'll never change, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a kind of a good place to end, but I want to give you one more shot because I, I think that's really interesting and something that I need to start, you know, working on. So I'm going to be a little greedy here and ask you for my own purposes. <laughs> but so, so we've, we've talked a lot about, you know, building strategic partnerships in the last half hour or so. Like, can you just give some insight on your process there? And, you know, because you said 60% yeah. of your sales came from JV partners. And people coming in. So, so, yeah, like that's insane. So talk about, you know, a quick and easy way to go and find those people. I mean, I know Dream 100 is probably somewhere in there. But uh, give, give us your process and your, your thoughts behind it. Yeah, there's two, two ways, actually. Uh, way number one is go to events. I think that's a really good way to go. Um, it's advice I used to hear, by the way, and not take. Uh, ah, that's not really true. It is true. Go to events and hang out. You know, I think that's, that's a great way. But another way that I use that's very practical, worked really well for me, uh, it's, kind of a, it's kind of two things, I guess. Number one is you got to be building up that network of people who like and trust you, who aren't even customers or anything. They're just people in the industry who you're getting to know. And what I did for years, Brendan, which I highly suggest everybody do, I, I actually went and like did stuff with people. I helped them help their business. I still do it today. I help people grow their business. Sometimes I don't charge anything. And because, not because I'm looking for anything back in return, but rather I just want to help the person and show them I'm legit. And then we're building a better relationship. I've given them something. It's kind of based on the book, The Go-Giver. It's a great book by Bob Berg. You're giving something first without asking anything in return. So that's kind of the first thing, building your network that way. Then from there, what I, what I do and have done is I would look at, you know, what are other products in my market that have, say, joint venture, uh, sorry, JV boards, right, where people are doing really well on them. And I'd start looking at those and saying, who are these people? Okay, I see this, this, this person. 
now let me start to build a relationship with them, go and get to know them. And then for us, like in many cases, you know, our program, uh, because it maybe wasn't as, as, as high priced as other programs in our market, it just became this thing where, you know, people didn't buy the high ticket things. So they bought, they came in our program and then it's been great because people then have ascended up into our world in the long, on the longer tail. So I suppose the thing you can learn from that is number one, give that value, build a network. Number two, look at joint venture boards and start to see who, who is there. Three, reach out to those people, offer them something of value first, really take time to think about what can I give that person? How can I help them? Maybe in your own example, you could see somebody who, uh, you know, you could basically offer, hey, I'd love to like do a deep dive and really break down your avatar in more detail for you, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. Do it for you. I just love to do it for you. I, I don't want anything in return. I just want to show you how it works and see results in your business. And so then from there, you, you get the trust with that person. You help them out. They see that you're not just in it just to, just to get something because you might not get anything, but you've got to keep giving is the key there. And then, man, here's the thing. Whenever then the time is right, you'll, you'll know then you can say, well, look, I have this thing. I, re I know it'll do well with your audience because you've already promoted something like this before and it's done really well for you. I'd love, I'd love to talk about how we could maybe work on that uh, together and, um, and offer this to, to, your, to your audience. And when you go that way, it works really well, you know? Yeah, yeah, a couple things I took from that. So one, you know, you know put in the deposits before you make the withdrawal, right? Absolutely. That, that's huge and I've been working on that really actively lately, you know, just making these connections, even with people that I bring on the podcast, you know, we'll yeah. say, hey, let's meet up next week, let's chat about doing something together, see how we could help each other out. You know, that that's amazing right there. I made awesome connections that way alone. And then, yeah. um, you know, the, the second thing, which is funny, is go hack the affiliate boards, right? I never really thought of that, but if yeah. there's other people, if there's other people getting, you know, big people promoting their stuff and they're having great success, you know, that's what they do. Yeah. And a lot of people affiliate market full time. So yeah, and uh, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, if it comes down to a logical, a logical offer, then I'll give you another little secret tip that like I don't do, but I think actually uh, I, I will do at some point. And it, it's a no brainer, especially if you're maybe earlier on in your business, mm -hmm. which is like, if you look at an affiliate, let's just say who's got a lot of clout, who's doing really well, uh, they're well respected, they're promoting uh, the product that's similar to yours. What I would, what I would do is I think too many people get obsessed with like sell my 997 or my $2,000 thing and give the affiliate half of that. Uh, I would actually, I'd actually look at it from a slightly different perspective as well. You could actually go to that affiliate and say, Hey, I'm going to, here's my program. You can almost custom tailor it to them, but you could be like, it's, it's $200 and I'm going to, I'll give you a hundred percent of the commission. Cause in that way then, right. okay, you're not getting anything right now, but you're getting the customer but you're selling something way lower ticket than what they already promoted. So they're going to have a whole bunch of people who are unconverted who would then take your offer on because it's, it's, it's more cost effective for them. Cause you like it or not, some people do like the shop on price. Some people do, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and you can talk about value all day long and they, you can be unquestionable, but sometimes it just makes sense to have something that's just logically makes sense. Like, so that would be something I would do that I think could, do, could work well, or even just like a, a $500 and split the, split the commission. Point is, sometimes it's very effective to have a lower price thing that that affiliate can have as an alternative to the higher price thing they offered that gives a very similar result to their audience because then it's a beautiful thing they can then sell in the line and you can win from that.
No, that's an interesting idea too, especially I like, I like how you said, give them a hundred percent on the lower price thing, because, you know, again, it's going to do two things there. it's going to make that affiliate really happy. They're going to want to promote the hell out of you. And then two, it's going to push those people on the front end right into your world to end yeah. them to buy your core offer or, you exactly. know, whatever you have down the line. So, you know, exactly. it incentivize it for both the people, not only the yeah. people buying it, but then the affiliate as well. You know, nice. people go crazy for 100% of the commissions. Yeah, and by the way, sometimes you don't have to do a joint venture in the traditional sense. This is the problem with the, I guess, the, the typical internet marketing world, even though I love internet marketing. Uh, it's like, I think sometimes people think a little bit too small. You know, I do stuff now all the time. Like we do like things like list, list swaps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's another great way to grow your subscriber base and also your customer base, whereby you just say to somebody, hey, like I've got this great lead magnet uh, how about I'd love to mail your lead magnet to my audience and would you mail my lead magnet to your audience and we just swap lists like so anybody who's interested they're gonna come onto my list anybody's interested in what you're doing come onto my list and the key there is that you find somebody who has got the same target market as you target customer but they sell a complementary or different product simple example I'm actually speaking to a really well-known social media expert and you know, we have a very similar target customer. They've got a similar avatar. The difference is we just have a different vehicle. So right. it makes sense for us to work together now. And anybody on his side who was interested in what we're doing can come and do what we're doing and vice versa. So we can provide value in that way. And yes, we will do an affiliate offer, but we could have just done a list swap just the same way and not, not shared any commission, but shared our resources, our, our, our audience, which is really valuable as well, you know? Yeah, that, that's awesome. Honestly, really good idea. I'm probably going to do that in the next couple of weeks. I'm a million. It, it, it's, so, it's so simple, you know, just say, hey, you know, I have this thing, you have this thing, you want to swap it out, you know, add at least a couple hundred people to your list because, you know, in the beginning of the game, the list is everything for sure. It's all, well, at the end of the game, it's still, it's still, that, that's, that's very true. <laughs> very true. Yeah, man, that's it. But yeah, they're, they're definitely practical things that anybody listening can do. Uh, you don't have to have a huge audience to do it. And also just get to know people that are up and coming at the same time as you, you know, get to know your peers. Uh, I, I would love to have gone back and told myself, you know, stop treating everybody like competition and just look at people more as collaborators, you know, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're trying to we're selling things that are similar, but we're both trying to achieve similar things. And not everybody's going to jive with, with me. Not everybody gonna, is going to jive with you. So it makes sense for us to create alliances along the way and help each other out, you know? And I, I even now, like I'm trying to build more alliances with people in my market, not only because, you know, I have our freight services and things like that, that they could be utilizing, but also just like, it's a good thing to do. Like it's, it's good to see other, other competitors. Actually, it's nice to, to, to see them succeed. Actually, you know, it's about having more of that bigger mindset, that more abundant mindset rather than this like adversarial comp competitive thing, which is just kind of weird, you know, the more I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's easy to fall into that, you know, when, especially when you're, you're in the beginning or you're struggling and you say, you know, Oh man, that guy's doing so well. And you get a little, little mad at him, you know, <laughs> it's like, but really if you go cheer him on, you'll be there soon. Too, right? <laughs> yeah. And just, and it's good. Like sometimes it's good just to have someone to remind you to step up your game too, you know? And, and, and that's what, with me, like whenever I first did my first webinars and I failed, you know, I have nobody bought, bought the program. I did a full outro sequence. Nobody bought the program. It happened to me. I can tell you now, like I had two choices, two choices at that point. I could either give up or dig in. And for me, it was like digging in, going back to that webinar and saying, why is this not working? Why, why, why? And then realizing I, I didn't, 
I didn't have any scarcity or urgency. I just basically said, oh, just come in whenever you want. That's not how people work. Like they need deadlines. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, my, my, three, my three pieces of content, they're to- totally teachy. I, I've totally given people a Band-Aid. I've solved their problem. Why would they buy my program? There's no need to buy it. There's, there's nothing being created here. So like, I think that the point is, you know, you might think you're doing everything in your power to succeed. But I remember Tony Robbins saying this one time. He said, you know, somebody said, like, I'm not successful. And I've tried everything. He's like, everything. You tried everything and you're not successful. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, that's bullshit. Because if you tried everything, you'd have to be successful. And it's the same thing here. You know, there's always another level. There's always something you could be doing to tweak that funnel. And really understand that everybody listening, you know, funnels are great. But at the end of the day, they're just a couple of web pages. The real key is the message behind the funnel the, um, and the sales message and sale and the persuasiveness of your, of your presentation. That's the key to making a funnel really work, as well as you said earlier on, Brendan, which I fully agree with and you should start with. Avatar and offer are just, because if they're wrong, you might as well just throw the thing out the window, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Hey man, Steven, thank you so much for getting on the show here with me. Um, we've had an awesome time. We covered a whole lot of stuff that I think is going to be super valuable to the listeners. Um, why don't, why don't you let us know, you know, where we can find you so we can check out some of your funnels and stuff we have going on. Yeah, sure. Well, if anybody goes to marketplace, superheroes.com at the time uh, that everybody's arriving, hopefully the new website will be there. It's super old. The website we have and just shows, you know, like our funnels, they're, they're updated. Our website, we didn't bother update. Uh, but anyway, when you go to the website, there's lots of different things you can check out. You know, we've, uh, we've a seven day free, uh, this free masterclass funnel people can check out and look at that and they can see what I'm up to there. Um, and then whenever you get into our world, you'll see all the different offers that we put on. You'll see how they work. Uh, and again, look, if anybody actually wants to build the Amazon, go the Amazon way, love to have you on board, love to help you out. Uh, you know, we do it all day. Obviously like I do a lot of businesses at this point and we mm-hmm. still have a big interest in our Amazon businesses. So it's not like we've like, we don't do that anymore. We absolutely do. So that's it. Yeah. And you can check me out on Instagram. I'm Stephen J. Summers. And uh, yeah, that's really it, man. I've just enjoyed my time. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, hopefully um, if I can, ha- if I, if I said something today that helps anybody listening, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what it was. All right. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want some serious training to help you get more money out of your funnels? Recently, 100 people joined me in a live three-day masterclass showing you how to develop your avatar, then create the perfect hooks, sales messages, and offers that will have them begging for your products. Do you want those recordings for free? Head over to FunnelAvatar.com to get instant access today, and then we'll catch you on the next episode.